This is a Life School Podcast, episode number 173, and today we're going to teach you how to identify and then crush the idols and counterfeit gods in your life. Welcome to the Life School Podcast, where each week you'll learn how to live with greater intentionality and an integrated faith that naturally fits into every area of life. This is the stuff that your parents, teachers, and pastors forgot to tell you. I'm Heath Hollinsby, here with your host, Caesar Kalinowski. Hello, Heath. Good to see you, my friend. Hey, man. Good to be seen. Here we are, summering it up. Every area of life, including summer. Including right? summer. Last week we talked about how to have the most amazing summer on mission. So Tons of practical ideas. People miss that. Go there. Yeah. So what's... For you, summer, like you work at a church, yeah. I don't think and that's surprising to most people. Sure. Worship leader, do jack of all many trades there. <laughs> what's what's life at the church? Is it kind of shut down for ah, you? This, it's an interesting question that you ask because... Um, <laughs> that you ask, sir. <laughs> because this Why is VBS week. Why did you slap me with a glove? Uh, yeah. Is it really? Yeah, so we've got one of the bigger VBSs in the area. We've got about, I don't know, three, four hundred kids that show up. It's chaos. And... Uh, and I get to be the worship. And what's VBS stand for? Vacation Bible School. No, I, I think was, it's called Day Day Camp or something. They switched the name. <laughs> no, I uh, knew that. I thought you maybe come up with something wacky <laughs> <laughs> really quickly. Very. No, sorry. <laughs> I'll think about that. So I'm actually getting to be a a bird DJ. So I'm, I'm a worship. You're getting to be. I, I like get how to be. You yeah. the, you get yeah, to I don't be. have to be. I, the gospel frees me. So you I were get telling to me be. about that earlier. That's not quite how you described it. <laughs> <laughs> so they've got me as the worship leader, but I'm a DJ. <laughs> And I am a bird up in a tree, and the theme is shipwrecked, and it's about a bunch of pirates who can't find... So what kind of bird are you? Well, <laughs> so I thought, I was trying to wordplay, and I thought instead of being a cockatiel, it could be a rocketeel. And so... It's because you can't say the word cock at church. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. Even if it's part of a bird's Even name. Even if it's yeah. a bird's name. So I'm going to rock part out. Of a gun. <laughs> You're a rocketeel. I'm a rocketeel. You have to wear a bird hips. suit? Yeah, I bought a, uh, oh my I bought a, a, a whole costume. Will you please, will you please humble yourself and post yeah. a picture of you in the Rocketeel outfit on the on the uh, Facebook page? Yeah, I will. will. Life school. There it is. Yeah, There's see. your reason. If you've not yet, like, come over to the Facebook page. You know, just like you know, Facebook search Life School Podcast. Join. Like, just hit join, and we'll let you join, and we talk about all the stuff. But bonus. By the time this airs, right? Yeah. <laughs> Heath in a tree. Heath as the Rocketeer. All yeah, right. the Rocketeer. Please, I'll, please, please, please do that. I'll just don't blackmail me with it in the future. I got hundreds oh. of these pictures downloaded. Oh, yeah, no, I will keep it. <laughs> the internet never goes away. It's eternal. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, so that's my week. Um, but how about you, man? Any any vacation plans coming up? Uh, well, you know, we spent a little time there on the Kamano Island mm-hmm. with the fam Lamely around the 4th. Yep. Um, and that was great. And then high-tilted home to be in the neighborhood. Um, and, um, yeah, getting, definitely getting some uh, traveling in. And uh, about the time that people are hearing this, I'm probably in Liverpool. So, uh-huh. And that's um, kind of work and fun. You what know, a ministry and city, vacation. by the way. It is the best city. Yeah. Um, super rock and roll city, Rocketeel. Yep. Um, I just, <laughs> oh, you know what, I just did. I just did last week. I went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and Museum in oh. Ohio. Yeah, amazing. I've been there. Have you? Yeah. Loved it. It's incredible. Loved it. Seriously. I mean, I knew I would. Yep. Guy who sports a rock and roll tattoo his whole life. I, you know, yeah. I loved it. So anyway, yep, we're doing all kinds of fun stuff, but mostly staying home this summer because yeah. it's so beautiful here and 
all my neighbors are home. Right? Yeah, so it's just, time to do it. It's so time to do it. We got some uh, got some driveway happy hours coming up, and so it's all yeah. good. Dude, yeah. uh, before we get going, let's uh, read the review from Bry Means, Bry. who says, "Thank you for expressing a voice that has been absent in cultural conversations for way too long. I appreciate the consistent, logical application of the gospel to every aspect of life. Capital every, every, yeah. and the relaxed and sometimes, come on, more than sometimes, humorous conversation of how it really is good news." So. Brian Means, thanks for the great thanks review. Thanks for that, brother. Appreciate that. It means that. a lot. We're trying. We're having a blast. The gospel is good news, and we're just trying to help y'all see that, yeah. experience that a little bit more. Enjoy so, it. Yeah. All right, Caesar. So um, the older that I get, the more I see idols in my life. And as I was thinking about a topic that we could talk about, the, the concept of idols just kept hitting me for some uh, reason. You've been telling me this for a while. Like, yeah. God's so, speaking to you, brother. I know, man. So um, He's got your number. <laughs> So the older I get, I see more of these idols, the things that keep me from truly following Jesus, uh, or the things that distort the way in which Jesus speaks to different issues. Maybe we could start by having you define what idolatry looks like, and how do you recognize it even in your own life? Ooh, that's sort of two questions, my brother. Yeah, man. (laughs) Okay, so um, from a definition standpoint, I have to go back to the guy that really opened my eyes to all this thinking years ago, Tim Keller. I remember... Uh, you know, I don't, maybe you can too, but I remember, you know, exactly where I was yep. when I invited Tim Keller into my heart. So it's, a, it was a big, <laughs> it was day. a good decision. Yeah. He, he says it this way. He says, an idol is anything more important to you than God. Anything that absorbs your heart and imagination more than God, anything you seek to gi- that you seek to give you what only God can give. Hmm. And man, that's, I should almost read it again. Yeah. What, should I? Yeah. Go for it. An idol is anything more important to you than God. Anything that absorbs your heart and imagination more than God, anything you seek to give you what only God can give. And mm. that comes out of his awesome book called Counterfeit Gods. And I'd really recommend that book to people. Like, I'm going to talk about some more stuff out of there in a little while here, but um, the full title is Counterfeit Gods The Empty Promises of Money, Sex, and Power, and The Only Hope That Matters. Mm. It's so perfectly titled, but so the book good, is better. Man. So I'll put the link to that book in the show notes. Okay. So, you know, hit that up there. Um, but check this out. Tim goes on to say, an idol is whatever you look at and say in your heart of hearts, you know, if I have that, then I'll feel my life is, it's got meaning. And hmm. then I'll know I have value. And then I'll feel significant and secure. Hmm. There are so many good. ways to describe that kind of relationship to something, Tim says, but perhaps the best one is worship. Huh. Like you worship that thing because it's going to give you meaning or value or significance. Wow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that already stings a little, you know, like for sure, like that's pointing some stuff, that's poking some things. Right. So, but now to your question of how do I recognize idols in my own life? Um, I thought about that, um, in light of, you know, us having this talk today, there are, there's a few ways. Okay. Okay. One is my affections. Like where do my affections lie? Who or what do I love the most? like today and you know recently and sure. kind of feel all warm and fuzzy when I think about having it or having them that person or whatever hmm. okay um again from that book Keller says a counterfeit god is anything so central and essential to your life that should you lose it your life would feel hardly worth living hmm. an idol has such a controlling position in your heart that's why I say affections right yeah that you can spend most of your passion and energy your emotional and financial resources on it without a second thought you think about the stuff in your life that's like that. Yeah, there's some popping up just in my head. I mean, right? we look at you know, like like, you talk about Christians. Oh, I love Jesus more than anything. Like, let's look at your let's look at your checkbook and see. Let's look at your calendar <laughs> yeah, and see, right? Exactly. So, 
It can be family and children or career and making money. Uh, it could be achievement or critical acclaim mm-hmm. in whatever you do, or it could be saving face, yeah. you know, in some sort of so- social environment. Um, for some, it could be like romantic relationship, hmm. peer approval, uh, competence and skill, you know, like that's, that's the thing, you know, that I really have affection to gain. Yeah. Um, our circumstances, beauty, brains, you know, some cause that you're all about, that that's where you find your value, your morality, or even success in Christian ministry can be yeah. that. That you're can right, be man. an idol. Like, cause that's where my affection lies. You know, if I, I could just get my church plant to this size, or if, if I could just grow my ministry team to this, or if I could get our, you know, get our missional community to, you know, to this many people and multiply that, you know, and we start to, that's where our affection rolls. Yeah. You know? I've noticed that too. Like, I mean, being a musician and a lot of times I, I like, I, I value how good of a job I did based off what people say about me. Like, oh man, really, really strong like set this morning and you go like oh it feels really good yes, i know I did. it does right yeah <clears throat> so but do you, do, do you know, holding... are you looking for your attaboy from humans versus god yeah. or like if i perform better or my performance is important to me sure and my value so when it gets acknowledged yeah. versus i did it for god i didn't do you know right yeah a terrible pressure to put on other people like to like I'm needing... and then you're leading the team and so that, that yeah. guy missed his cue or you know the yeah. lights were off again like what's with the slides guy the slide <laughs> guy never catches up right you know <laughs> that's every church in america you know yeah that's like the i should write a book called that yeah no you're Slide. right man yeah. another one that uh that we would talk about is maybe calendar timing scheduling right yeah, that's another that's another way yep that's another way i can tell like what are the idols in my life um what's you know, what's, what am I spending my time on? Mm. Someone says like, you know, do you love Jesus more than TV? Uh, well, of course I do. Yeah. How much time did I spend just hanging out with my brother, Lord and savior? Yeah. <laughs> uh, how much time do I watch t- TV in a week mm. or, you know, YouTube or internet or whatever, sure. right? You know, um, what I spend my, so affections, what I spend my time sort of focused on sure. and or doing is very, um, very often a good indicator of where my idols might lie. Now, they're again, idols. That doesn't mean they're a negative thing, sure. but I'm going to them like they're an ultimate thing. I'm going to them to find or fulfill what God really is supposed to. Hmm. So when I'm fried or I'm frustrated and I'm ticked, do I, do I go to drink and TV or do I go to God? Hmm. Do, I, do I ask my wife to pray for me and look for the unbelief behind the thing and then yeah. say, oh, God's, the, God's good in this, you know? Yeah. So here's another thing that I can kind of, it shines the light on the, and potential idols in my heart. Um, what are the things or topics or parts of my life that I tend to defend at all cost, and I get weirded out or upset when anyone you know kind of pokes at it or huh. or wants to adjust it or Hey, man, can I talk to you about this? And if it's not an idol, I can go like, Oh, well, thanks for that, Heath. You know, yeah. thanks for I didn't realize I was doing that or I didn't realize that you know I came off that way. But if it's an idol, I'm gonna be like, No, I'm gonna be uh, yeah, uh. defending it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, being like, Hey, you're watching a lot of TV lately or Hey, how come dude, you're always looking at your phone. Like, mm. do we have a relationship or like, you know, your kids, man, they love you and you live on your phone, bro. Yeah. Like, well, if it's an idol, you're gonna be like, well, you know, I was just, you know, I was checking emails for work, you know, I'm pretty, yeah. you know, uh, so I, that's one of the things, you that's know, when a, you ask me like, you know, like if I defend it, it's a good chance I'm starting to give it like idol status, worship status. That's know? a good barometer. Yeah. So I've been around a lot of people, even just the other day, I was thinking about this. Uh, who don't seem to think that they have any idols because they don't really worship like a, a physical golden statue or <laughs> that like, was oh. totally me as a kid. Okay. <laughs> Envisioning, you know, totem poles and statues in my little bedroom. <laughs> nope. None of those in my life. Right. You know, you're good to go. <laughs> but, but the truth is right. We all do have these idols, mm-hmm. like tons of them. 
Yeah. And they're not all just physically, like you're not able to just point to them. A lot of them are just in your heart that get uncovered. That's right. right. And, and there's actually different categories and types of idols. Huh. Cause like we'll clear off a bunch and go like, you know, you're right, bro. That was an idol in my life. And God is starting to set me free of that. And it's like, but there's this whole other Avenue full, yeah. you know, fleshy part of hiddenness that, right. Well, you got um, empty space on the shelf, right? You're ready yeah. to put something else up there. And, and a lot of it's like, like some of us are more prone to one type of an idol or another. Sure. Just based on our personality. Uh, based on our, uh, based on our upbringing, sure. based on what we've gone through in life, you know, like, you know, if you had like a boss, it, it's just horrible or beat the heck out of you, or like you did everything you could to earn their approval and never could, and they became the idol. Sure, that you might be more prone to that in the future, you know, huh. or less or whatever. So check out this list of uh, it's called twenty idol crushing questions, and it comes from counterfeit gods okay. again. Okay, I won't have time to get through all of them. There's twenty sure. of them. There's here. a lot of them, yeah. but I'm gonna make it available to people and put it. I'm gonna put it in, you know, in the. Uh, uh, in the download for the big three, but check cool. this out. It, it goes like this. Here's it's why it's their questions. Life only has meaning or I only have worth. If here's the first one, I have power and an influence over people. Wow. It's a power, power idolatry. Yeah. yeah. That's a power idol, right? Or life only has meaning or I only have worth. If I'm loved and respected by blank, fill in the blank. Hmm. Like no one's saying that, you know what I mean? None of these people are going like, Oh, I would say that out loud, but secretly, I'm, I only, I'm, I only have worth if I'm loved by this person. That's an approval idolatry. Wow. Um, or life only has meaning, you know, if I have uh, this kind of pleasure experience or particular quality of life, comfort idol. Wow. You know, like the, I got to have the bigger house or I got to have the new this. Yeah. Or like, you know what, if I if we don't go there, so I, I could put it all in the card, but we had a great vacation, you know, family time's important. Really, it's a comfort idol. Huh. You know, or I, or I can't do anything on the weekend because that's my time. You have a comfort idol maybe, right? Yeah. It's like, you're saying my comfort and my refuge isn't in Christ. It's in laying on the couch and eating chips and watching my favorite shows. So nothing wrong with couches, sure. chips and shows, but you know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, that's here's, fascinating, man. There's yeah, so many good There's ones. so many. Here's a dependence idol. Um, life only has meaning or only have worth if someone is there to protect me and keep me safe. It's like, I'm not safe in Christ. He's not my shield. He's not my protector, my provision. Others are. Huh. And so, you know, think someone's listening right now. Think about like, who's the person in your life or situation that without it, you wouldn't feel safe anymore. Hmm. So they're bigger than God. See, that's what, that's what Tim was getting at. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's that thing that f- you think fulfills what really only God can. Yeah. God's our only protector. Right. That, that's, that's who we have to depend on. Uh, or, Life only has meaning or I only have worth if uh, I am highly productive and get a lot done at work. Hmm. That's a work idol. Yeah, the one on this list here that's popping out to me because you often don't put religion in there too. The religion idolatry is like life only has meaning or I only have worth if I'm adhering to my religion's moral codes and accomplished its activities, right? Due to be. Yeah, totally due to be. That's a religion idol. So it's guised under something spiritual, but it's not Christ. So it is an idol. Or, or the opposite. Here's an irreligion idol, you know, like I only have, life only has meaning and, and I have worth when I feel I'm totally independent of organized religion huh. or I'm living, you know, by my self-made morality. So tons of people, maybe even some people listen to life school today are like, yeah, I don't really do the whole church thing anymore. I don't do anything that's organized. Okay. I'm not saying that's necessarily wrong, but do you have an irreligion idol? Where sure. it's like you, you only really feel like you're doing it. You're like you're you're hitting the mark and have value when you're completely independent. Like in other words, you're forging your own faith road. Mm. Hmm. Oh man. Food for thought, right? How yeah. about this? 
I, I, um, I have worth because my race and culture is ascendant and it's recognized as superior huh. or it's not. So, uh, you know what I mean? It's the, the opposite. Racial idolatry. Yeah. yeah. So there's, there's racial and cultural idolatries. So you can see where it just goes on and it goes on or, uh, you know, I'm hurting, I'm in a problem. And only then do I feel worthy of love or able to deal with guilt. Yeah. So like a suffering idolatry. Or one that one that we put pressure on even in our own marriage, the relationship idolatry, right? Like my wife or my husband uh, is in love with me. Like I put that pressure on Kathleen all the time. Like my ultimate love comes from Christ. And so when I don't feel love to the level that I think she should be showing me, it puts pressure on our marriage. Like, That's so that, a huge one. Absolutely. I, I would say that, that most people have some degree of that. Yeah. I mean, that's probably too strong, but maybe... Yeah, like I, I know for for uh, for our marriage yep. that and it changed a lot. Tina at one point came and she's allowed me to share this before. Sure, but she came to me and said, "You know, I expect you to love me perfectly, and I expect you to fulfill all these things in my life, like consistently that yeah. only God could ever." And sure. I'm like, "I know it's a heavy weight." And, and so you see what you do to a person by having the idol of like this person fulfills me or this person meets all these needs or yep. this person loves me perfectly. They're not perfect. Yeah. They could never. So you're well, going to so much pressure on the, like on them and the marriage crushing. on yeah. the relationship. You feel lack you, you want to point fingers cause they're not fulfilling something only God could. That's yep. not fair. Yep. Like, Oh my goodness. Right. Yeah. So there's all kinds of idols. There's, there's 20 of these here that are all mind blowing. Um, I'll add them to the big three. Like I yeah, said, just great. so it's like, whoosh, you know, one of the things we talk about often on the show is the thing behind the thing, right? That's often the What's key. What's the to, thing lurking behind the yeah, other Yeah, behind thing. that idolatry, right? Yeah. And that's often the key to exposing idolatry in our lives. Would you mind speaking into that a little bit? Yeah. I mean, pick just pick one of those off that list there, and let's talk about what the thing behind the thing might be. Yeah. I mean, like, how about number 16 there? Okay. Yeah. So my children and or my parents are happy and happy with me, which is a family idolatry. So like, when that happens... I feel good. Yep. Like if things are going well in my family, then I have value and worth. Right. Right. That's a family. So what's the thing behind the thing there? Initially, my heart goes to like, there's a control thing, right? Like I need the world to be right. I need to be the one who makes them happy. So it's, it's. Or when they look good. Yeah. Then makes, I look like yeah, a good parent. Yeah, it makes parent. me look good. That's yeah. part of my family identity, you know, idolatry stuff, right? Yeah. So the thing behind the thing is I have to earn my righteousness. I have to earn approval. Uh, if my kids aren't perfect, then I am seen as less than my, then therefore I have less value. Sure. So the thing behind the thing, when you pop off and your kids are flipping out, right. Or or I don't think I made my kids happy. So now I feel horrible. They weren't, they weren't going nuts, the Christmas gift or whatever. The thing behind the thing is that my value and worth comes from what they think of me. Sure. Not what God thinks of me or not what Christ has done for me. Yeah. And that God is not glorious enough, right? In a sense. They're more glorious. There's what they think of you way weightier way heavier on your mind and heart than what god thinks of you yeah so that's why you know keller says it goes to worship so i actually worship that person's approval Hmm. or the kid the way the kids feel Hmm. and i will kill myself to never miss a game sure because that's what that's what the perfect super dad does you know that's an idol that's an idol right that's a family idol so you're absolutely right we can read these things and we can be pierced to the heart but we really do need to learn to go what am i not believing to be true about god there's always a lie about God that we're believing or a false belief, something that's not true about him that we're believing yeah. um, or ourselves behind every single idol. Like mm-hmm. you, you can look at another, you know, another thing like the race, the racial or cultural idol. You know, yeah. I have value because I'm this race or this skin color or not this skin color or whatever. Yeah. It's like, what's the thing behind the thing? 
Well, the thing we're not believing is that God created everybody in his image for his glory. (laughs) And so however he's made us and all the variations, it's all a part of showing his diversity and his beauty and his, you know, diverse, all that stuff. Right. And so then we start to say like, well, but this is better than that. We're not believing that God makes all things for his glory, including us and all the races and all the cultures. And so look, learning to find that thing behind the thing. Now that's tough. We call that gospel fluency, right? It's part of the language of the gospel. And And it's key, like to try to get rid of your idols, you can't just like stop it. You know, you can't just go like stop it. Like, you know, the old, <laughs> that old video, Christian video, and like, was it Bob <laughs> Newhart or something? You know? And so, um, but, but so that's, you know, that's why we talk about this so much. And yeah. that's why we, you know, I offer training and books and all this stuff on this is because learning how to apply the gospel into everything and see the unbelief and what's that thing behind the thing that leads to God, that, I'm trying to replace God here with this. Yeah. It's more. So again, I, you know, uh, I have a training called the gospel in every, everyday life and we do it often. It's a webinar. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. It's free. Please, please. If you're getting pierced with this, yeah. do two things, get on the webinar with me. Yep. Okay. Get the book by Keller counterfeit gods. I mean, yeah. it's going to really help to start to unlock that. And and then there's one last thing too, and that's like, you gotta ask God about these things. Cause mm-hmm. he'll reveal like, God, okay, I see that's an idol, but why? What's lurking maybe from childhood or was someone said something or why do I live with such fear in this area? Sure. Or why do I only feel good if this person feels good about me or? Yeah, you know, I'm even as you're just talking, I'm thinking of back just even two episodes to 171 about freedom in Christ and how idolatry is slavery. Like in a sense, like yeah. you're, and it so is. follow up this this uh, podcast with listening to episode 171 where you can see how truly free people live and it's the contrast of 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 the pressure of all these idols that we have to make things perfect versus the freedom that Christ offers us or we're is, looking we're looking to something that can't fulf, to can't fulfill, never fulfill us yeah never never will and here's the other thing and I think Keller said this too an idol if you keep following it down the path looking for it to fulfill whatever it is will always demand everything of you unto death huh so like so like think work work becomes you know how you get your buzz how you find your value right workaholic to death yeah like now i'm working too much now i'm working a second job now i'm like sorry kids i can't do that with you because like like, no time with your wife no vacation you're always on your phone you're not sleeping you you freaking ulcers you're going nuts right see is it good to work yeah scripture says he who doesn't work shouldn't eat right you know it's like that's how the world works it's it's not a punishment it's how it works you know but anything that's created good by god that we make the ultimate thing and replaces him you keep following it long enough leads to death Huh. Powerful. Ah, it was really powerful. powerful. So um, let's get to the smashing side of things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what are some practical ways that we can actually start addressing the idols in our own hearts? Okay. Um, start by honestly asking yourself, what are the things that you feel like, like, like ask yourself this, like, if I have that, then I'll feel like my life has meaning. Hmm. Or then I'll know I have value. Then I'll feel significant, secure. Hmm. Okay, what, you know, ask yourself that question. What's that thing that I, you couldn't imagine living without, right? Yeah. Then ask yourself if that person or thing has ever created you. Huh. <laughs> like, is that your creator? You know, yeah. um, does that person or thing love you unconditionally, perfectly, without you ever having to perform or dance or prove yourself? Because God does. Yeah. Um, has, has that person or thing ever come and died in your place to set you free from sin and idolatry? 
Hmm. See, the answer is always going to be no. Yep. So start by asking yourself that. What's that thing? Or like, I can't. I don't think I can live without this person or that thing. And then start to compare them to the beauty and the the exclusiveness of God being able to be that fulfillment. Hmm. You know. Um, and this will help you begin to see, just like you know, like when we were kids, like wooden and stone statues. Think, well, that's the idol. But these other things are just as cheap and false. Yep. In comparison to our living God. And our ongoing relationship with him. Think about that. A relationship with the living God and his son. Yeah. Like, can you have a relationship or live an eternal life with a job promotion? Nope. Or can you have a real relationship with a, with your income level? Yeah. See, it's just, it doesn't, it's so pales. Just like, you know, I remember as a kid thinking like, they worshiped these Asherah poles, these totem poles. What? Yeah. Like, that's so stupid. So weird, yeah. They cut it out of a log, you know? Yeah. It's no different than I worship my job. Huh. I worship what my six-year-old kid thinks of me yeah. i worship it yep you want to love your kids well yeah. you want them to appreciate it guess what they won't always yep. <laughs> you know? absolutely right man. so you know will the words of affirmation from another sinful confused and idol worshiping human really outweigh what god says is true of you as his child yeah your identity your authority the privileges that he's bestowed upon you well, i love the contrast no of way. of God's sacrifice versus the demands of all these other gods. And that's... You they know, ask all these you to o- sacrifice everything to yeah. gain it. God says, I've sacrificed everything. You yeah, have I've stepped it. in and spin the roles, and I'm actually yeah. the God who who sacrifices for you rather than demanding, demanding, demanding. And it's finished. Yeah. And yeah. it is finished. Beautiful, yeah, see, right? It's amazing, man. It is good news. But it does seem like we could spend our whole lifetime <laughs> going after recognizing and then dismantling these idols in our lives. And... I just think about, man, how exhausting that could eventually get. Do you think that these idols... It is if you have to do it. Yeah, that's a good point. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so do you think... I, I was just going to say, do you think these idols in our life sort of dry up or start to go away the longer that we're involved in church or in community or the longer we're Christians? Or do you think this is a battle that's going to go till the last breath? Um, I No, I don't think it has anything to do with how long you're in church or how long you're a Christian. Yeah. I think that like you said earlier, like our hearts are idol factories, wherever mm. that quote originally came from. I think it was John Calvin, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's true. Like we, you know, I, God will be gracious to me and point out like, hey, this is starting to become a replacement for me in your life, mm. i.e. an idol. And I'll go like, wow, and I repent of that and God will give me grace in that and freedom. And then I'll start to invent a new thing over here that I, I find approval in or I find comfort in or, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I don't think it ever goes away, but there again growing in our understanding of how big the gospel is in every single area of life. And that's that's why we keep talking about having a bigger gospel. And I want people to join me on that, that webinar so we, I can yeah. give you some tools for that. Because if you think the gospel primarily speaks into sin in your afterlife, then you're left with an idol factory. Hmm. But as you learn to see the gospel speaking in and displacing the unbelief about what's true of God yeah. and true of you yep. and what is true of him and true of you in any and every area of life, that's where freedom comes. Hmm. That's and so is it an ongoing battle? Yes and no. Sure. As the Holy Spirit enlightens us to the truth of the gospel, it begins to displace those idols and show them for just how sucky they are, like a wooden totem pole or a, a piece <laughs> of rock that you yeah. chipped some eyes into and you go, There's you know, I, I think of like the story from scripture when Israel they they formed a golden calf. Yeah. 
and and they and they had just been completely delivered from slavery and all these plagues and all this craziness. Moses splits just for a little while to go talk to God about what he's going to do and how he's going to bless them. They come back. It's like, what's this? It's a golden calf. And they're all going, this is the God that delivered you. What? We couldn't not build this I calf I just while saw you, were gone. you pouring the gold into the mold that that guy carved. Like, yeah. And they, they're doing it, right? What's God's response? He First he says, I'm going to kill them all. <laughs> he's so ticked, right? <laughs> Moses says, please don't do it. And God says, all right, I won't. He says, but... Um, he has them grind up the golden calf, put it in water, and they have to drink it. Awesome. Like, how's that working for you? You know, is that you know? I mean, it's, it was great. It's great, and that's how that's how it pales. Our idols pale, and yeah. so I think the gospel begins to displace those. And little by little, we get we can see them. But sometimes I can't see them on my own. Uh, you're right. You know, that leads me into the, something I was just thinking about. I've been in a few communities, and you've even done this with me in my life that. Uh, have called me out on different idols in my life, and it does suck. Like it's not, it stings. Yeah, right? there's a yeah. yeah okay, it, it hurts, man. But I, and the more you defend it, the run, more I know I'm onto it. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. But over time, I'm super thankful for that because yeah. you, in a sense, you are stopping me from killing myself by serving these things that ultimately are just right. Because eventually, it would. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it stings, but I'm thankful. What do you think our responsibility is in exposing idols in each other's lives? And how can we do this in both a loving and a graceful way? Well, I think it's absolutely one of the primary reasons God's created us for community. And he Mm -hmm. calls us to live like a family and live in community and invite others into that life. That's why I say you you can never make a disciple, like a mature disciple, alone. You just can't. You're not sure. Jesus alone. And we need each other so much to speak the truth about what's true of God. And brother, that's not true of you. you yeah. know? And you're trying to fulfill this or replace that. But bro, you already have this. And I need reminders. I need people to remind me uh, of of God's ultimate glory and sufficiency and how false and crappy yeah. something else is and it's never going to get there and reminding us of what we know to be true in our heads yep. you know, like we, I read the book and I've heard a million sermons I know it but you're reminding me what I know is in my head but but it continually crops up in my heart or my mm-hmm. affections and my words and I need community to see it Yeah, and you know say well that's what I have a spouse for like you know what but we get into places sometimes with our spouses where we, we share the same idol sure okay or my spouse has tried to touch that and poke that idol enough times with me freaking out on it she's not touching it anymore yeah. but a brother could you know you, or someone else in the community so we absolutely to to crush and kill these idols we we need the power of the spirit at work in the community yeah. in and through our lives and hearts and i think uh, to take it even a step further i was in church for many years where it's like i was in a bible study one night a week and i'd show up for an hour church service and I put on a really good face, and for 15 years, nobody knew the crap that was going on in my heart. Easy to do. It's actually doing, like, that's why I love the missional community model so much, is that when you're actually doing life together, you go, hey, man, we're doing life, and I'm starting to see this as a pattern with you. Like, I could be in a church service or a Bible study for years, and if they only know me for two hours a week, working? they'll never know it. Yeah. How's that working out for you? I, I noticed this is a pattern. Yeah. Yeah, come and study the Bible. Let's not talk about ourselves. We're going to just study the Bible and leave, and you go okay, cool, I have more information, but I have all these idols that no one's calling me out on. And right. so that missional model really is helpful at going, yep. I've seen you in life over and over and over, and you constantly there revert again, back to In this. our heads we know it, but it still crops up in our hearts. Yeah. And, that, and then we, we don't even see it. We're like, what are you talking about? That's a good thing. Well, it's a good thing you're making an ultimate thing. Yeah. And I, and I just want to, let's pray through kill that. you. Yeah. yeah. All right, man, let's get to the big 
three for this week, which is a free download. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. In and this. it's going to be a big download, too, because like I'm going to give you the big three, but I'm also going to put those 20 questions to crush your idols. And, yeah, and this is something can and go. And a link to the book, and it's going to be a big one. Yeah, you print it out, put it on your, um, you know, print it on your your refrigerator, put it on your. Stuff, stuff it in front of your Bible, read it for a week, pray over it. Yeah, yeah. put it in your car. Whatever, however it helps you. you yeah. Know? So let's get to the big three. You get those by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 173. Caesar, what are the big three for this week? Okay, um, first one, idols of the heart lurk in relationships, in ambitions, and in our fears. Hmm. And as a reminder, Tim Keller wrote, an idol or a counterfeit God is anything so central and essential to your life that should you lose it, your life would feel hardly worth living. Hmm. So who are the people or what are the things that you cannot imagine living without? That's a clue to where your idols lie. Yeah. That's a great yeah, point. That's the man. first one that could stop there. Yeah, that's uh, it's like sandpaper on my soul. <laughs> sandpaper. That's a book title. Uh, second one, uh, because of His love for you, God seeks to give you the best and ultimate everything. Like He really mm. does. He He wants to be that fulfillment, and He and He wants He doesn't want like well this part of your life great and this part sucks. No, He He's he not lives. withholding. Right. Yeah. God's not satisfied to leave us chasing false gods that cannot fulfill the desire. And the desires that he himself placed within us. Hmm. And he desires to be the fulfillment of your relational needs, your physical needs, your aspirations, and your future. Hmm. But will you trust him for all that? Yeah. Or are we satisfied with like, yeah, I get a pretty good buzz from work for that. You yeah. know, like, you know, though it's going to kill me if I keep fun. Yeah. So That's good, man. All right. Number three. Okay. Three, like this rubber hitting the road kind of things. Prayerfully walk through the list of the 20 questions from Tim Keller. Get the download, get it, okay? Uh, and start to identify potential idols in your heart. Be honest with yourself, and then, okay, be bold here. Share your findings with someone you trust. Hmm. And then ask God to identify the lies behind the idols, the thing behind the thing, and the truth about who he is and what he thinks about you, hmm. okay? Now, hint, you're his beloved child. This is what he thinks of you, and he has plans to bless and prosper you. Okay, so get the book Counterfeit Gods, read through it in your small group and community, get download this thing, get the 20 questions and, and start getting after it. Okay, yeah. so love that. We'll include those big three, the list of 20 questions, the link to your seminar. We'll put all that in the download for this week. Again, you get that by going to one, two, three, like people are getting it. Like we're serious about this. And we're trying to yeah. load them up with the resources. Please, yeah, we're giving you a bunch of free stuff. Please take the time, go over, get on your phone or your laptop, whatever, like download this stuff, get in, get, spend an hour with me in the training. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You get that by going to one, two, three, life com forward slash episode 173. Uh, to receive the notes for this week's Big Three. You can also join our Facebook group uh, by going to Facebook, up in the search bar, type in Life School Podcast. Uh, we'll approve you to the group, and that's where we have deeper conversation. Maybe we could talk a little bit about idols. We were going to have Keller on. He really wanted to be on this podcast, and we're just like, I don't think enough people know who you are, and so we had to turn when it down. When you get a little bigger, when a little yeah. more popular, then we'll feel better. Wait a minute. <laughs> Tim Keller Idol. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. What a great book, Counterfeit Gods by Tim Keller. Um, join us next week as we talk about how to identify uh, your superpower and your kryptonite. <laughs> yeah. I've not, I, I'm assuming this is a, a superhero reference. That, it's, it is. We all have okay. superpowers, but we also have like that thing that's like kryptonite in our life that can full on destroy us. Okay. That's a Superman thing, right? 
It's yes. Yeah. It's okay. I, did, I never saw Superman. So what? I know. There's, there's this thing called a comic book in life. Anyway, we're gonna help people identify their superpowers. Everybody has them. They're like yep. awesome. God gives them to you. But also like, what's your kryptonite? So mm. that's gonna be uh, that'll be good and helpful for everybody. Else. Yeah. Can't wait. Hope you join us next week. Uh, thanks for joining us today. For more information, you can visit one two three lifeschool.com forward slash podcast. Thank you.